sounds to uplift and inspire on the world show with Nikki B. Yes, talk about sounds to inspire. Right now, we've got an artist in the studio that brings us totally inspirational songs. Songs that lift our souls, songs that also make us contemplative. Welcome to the world show, Amayeshi Ikechi. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much, Nikki. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Yes, and as I said, you've never joined me for a feature yet until now. Yes. So I'm definitely going to hear all about your background and your musical inspiration. It's always nice when there's, I love it with returning guests, but I also love when it's a first time discovery for me. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up and how music came into your life. Okay, I, I grew up in uh, one of the, uh, I, w- I would call it suburb in the South African language. Yes. <laughs> um, in Lagos. What would you call it? In Well, um, we call it area. Okay. Some area of Lagos. Yes. So in uh, called Ikotwigbe. And, you know, I was born into a, quite a musical uh, family. Um, everyone sang in the choir and... I found myself turning everything into a piece of percussion. Yes. You know, so also joined the school band as early as uh, maybe when I was three, four. Oh, wow. So and what were you playing in the school band or were you singing? Well, no, percussion. I started oh, percussion. with percussion yes. instruments. Yeah. Yes. Then also played at church. So it was a natural progression. You had to start with the percussions. Yes. Then you go up the ladder yeah. onto any musical instrument you have the opportunity to learn. Yes. Mm. And um, you, uh, um, what instrument, and after percussion, where did you go in terms of your instrument? Okay, um, I think my, I actually started playing the drum set. That yes. was the first Western instrument oh, wow. I started playing. But somehow I convinced myself that I, um, it's not for me because I, I was actually a very tiny boy, yes. a little boy. And I thought I needed lots of strength, uh, strength to be able to play it. And that is because the average Nigerian music or maybe music environment like your church you actually need a lot of stamina because you had to play long hours yes <laughs> yeah. so that's yes. that's where it started then i i started and literally as you're saying you were like a little child at this time absolutely yes yes, yes. yes. so uh well at this time when i was playing drums said i was I was around nine, uh, ten. Yes, 11. that's still small to yes, play drum, yeah, drum set. Exactly. Yes. 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 So I picked up the bass at the age of thirteen. Okay. But of course, um, without formal training by anyone. I and just, was it electric bass or? Well, um, the what I had my hands on was yes. actually an acoustic guitar. Uh, yes. So I only played the. Four strings on top, okay. <laughs> you know. So I taught myself to play the major skill and just went around meeting friends and whatever they could teach me. Well, it you sounds know. to me in a way that it's also because the bass for me is also a very specific instrument. From um, I always say I become friends with bass players, mm. but it's a very specific sound, and it sounds to me like you were drawn to what is your sound. Well, it would have been nice if I could say that was the case. Um, the How I got into bass is that um, the church where I grew up at, uh, you know, and got exposed to music, they, at some point they gave opportunity for the young ones to learn. That is, they got teachers. Yes. And everyone wanted to play guitar, piano, drums, and everything but the bass. 
So I thought, okay, maybe let me go for the bass. It was default. Yes. yes. So that's how I got into it. Yes. But it's interesting because as you speak, I hear the bass resonance in your voice. <laughs> and maybe again, people somehow are drawn to the instrument or the instrument calls them uh, in a way. Most definitely. I would say then... I would agree with you that the instrument actually called me but at that point I that my I didn't think it was that I just yes. went for the instrument that I felt wasn't the common choice for yeah. every other person so yes, I'm grateful ab- absolutely grateful I made the choice before we continue don't worry the lights mm. will come on again we mm. usually just shift over sure. but uh, I the one thing that's been in the top of my mind mm. and um, I want to ask you because uh, every time I look at you, I think I must ask you this. Your name, what ethnicity is your name? It's very unusual. It's not like I, I know quite a few Nigerians yes. and I know a little bit about Nigeria and so yeah. forth. Tell me about where you come from. I'm from the a tribe called the Igbos. Yes. So yes. the Eastern tribe of Nigeria. So but Amayeshi is not a name I've heard. Yeah, it's not quite common. I think the most common version of Amayeshi is Amechi. Okay. Which is spelled A M sometimes A M A M E C H, sometimes A M A E C H I. But mine is A M A E S H I. And to the best of my knowledge, my the meaning of that name is my there'll be a continuity to my family line. But you know what? I got a shock of my life one day. I was doing a show with Brother Steve Dyer at um the Market Theatre and I met an elderly gentleman who happens to be from the Igbo tribe but of course it's quite diverse there's yes. lots of it's a, it's so, a big it's a big it's yes. ethnical group yeah. so he had an understanding on my name of my name that was different from what I've known all my life and he had a big uh, conversation with me yes. about it so that's it it's not a common name that's my point yeah and yes. because I've, that's why I mm. thought I'm, I was surprised to hear you are from the Igbo yes. uh, uh, yes. group because mm. it's a name I haven't heard before and even Ikechi Yes, you know? yes. yes. Ikechi means the strength of God. Oh, beautiful. Yes, yes. And what does Amayeshi mean? Amayeshi means there will be a continuity to my family line. This is my okay. understanding of it. Okay. Mm. So it's extending the family line yes. is a strength from God. Wow. You see, you just preached the message. <laughs> what can I tell you? We better play as music now. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, but before I play a song, because mm. we're going to start with a song. So, yes, you grew up uh, in the church, mm. playing in the church, and then uh, after school, what happened? Okay, um, when I was about seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, um, I started getting to some professional circles. Well, in my area there in Kotwembe. So I met, I was fortunate to meet this uh, older gentleman who actually performed with Fela for many years. Yes. They call him Duro Ikunjayo. Okay. And I, he was, I think, a big catalyst for my career yes. because I got to start playing with him at some of the clubs on the uh, Lagos Island. You yes. know. So then I also joined a band of guys who actually worked with him yes. at the time. And we were playing all this Afrobeat music. And even at the time, Femi Koya yes, yeah, yes. was also part of that band. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Amazing. So that's actually where I met Femi. 
Okay. The first time, so you know, so we. So played. you actually grew up playing together, if I yes, can say. Yes, family. Like, we grew up in the yes. same area, in the yes. same environment. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's the experience. I played. Um, then also, besides that, after a few years after that, I I actually made a living playing weddings. Okay. So I played for a, a guy who sang Igbo songs. Uh, well, the Igbo cultural style of yes. music. So I played that for years. Would play weddings. Play like. Four hours nonstop. Yes, you know. And what? And what is when you say the Igbo cultural music? Would you say it's a form of high life, or it, I, I suppose high life came later? It well, no. Well, high life. It, well, it has a bit of that, but it's definitely completely different because the instrumentation is different. And even when we use the Western instruments to make that music come alive, it was played differently. The bass played a predominant role in that music, in terms almost like a rhythm guitar. Okay. But it's like a red, you say, so it was like the bass was the life of that music, and you need a lot of stamina because that can go for like two hours non stop. Yes, so that was what I did for a living for a very long time. I actually didn't know what was jazz. Yes. Or, and I actually didn't play much of gospel, even though I grew up in church. Yes. Because now the the landscape of Nigeria would was now mirroring the Western, the American gospel, yes. black gospel, yes. in terms of musicality. As I'm we talking. have here as well. Yes. 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 So I I didn't get into that. I just stuck to that African thing. It became my my own thing as a bass player before I came to SA. Amazing, because I often find you know the church. Many artists mm. that I've spoken to have come from the church. I always call it the university of church, you know, because that's where you learn the discipline. That's where you learn. And as you say, you're probably playing gospel there, but it probably taught you a lot of discipline, a lot of, uh, 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 you know, this uh, composition and so forth. Absolutely. I would say in the like countries like Nigeria, where there isn't uh, enough music education at the grassroots, grassroots level, yes. you only find some maybe, yeah, a course in the university. Yes. But after the guy has lost maybe 15 years of his life. So church was the music education we had yes the foundation yes so yes. that's where if you come to countries like nigeria most musicians come from the church and i think here yes. is very similar as well very similar but yes. of course uh, south africa is way ahead in terms of Diversity. Mu music education yeah, music education. Yes, I mean yes. formal music formal, but formal again, music education. But again, I think we must also bear in mind that as much as South Africa's way ahead, mm. as you say, in terms of firm, formal music education, it's only really in the recent years, maybe even a decade or just over a decade, where there's actually been an acknowledgement oh, yeah. of African music and the role yes, of yes. African music in the mm. education system. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's yes. true. I agree with that. Yes. I agree with that. Well, for what we lacked for for the formal education of music, we also pick, we 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 made up in other ways because we learned to we learned music from the CDs, from the radios. We even bought books, of course, but you know an average Nigerian music musician, when he listens to a piece of music and he wants to transcribe, you hear him singing in sulfur notations. Yes. I can tell you what they have been played that has been played without even seeing a book or whatever, yes. because our ears became very developed because yes. that's all we had. 
Yes, absolutely. You know? yes. And as you say, you were also fortunate to play with a legend and the yes. people that played with the legend. Absolutely. And I'm sure that in itself was also a form of mentorship. Absolutely. The the biggest one. I actually got to play with like the some of the surviving members of the Egypt AT band. Amazing. So that's and I played at the Fela Shrine when I was uh just about I think I was 20 years old wow yeah so that's the world of experience I can't you know yes amazing let's hear one of the songs and then we're going to continue mm -hmm. with the stories but uh, you've just released it's your debut solo yes it, yes it is uh, Trevor, because of course you've recorded on many other people's albums yes uh, yes, yes. Uh, the album's called Travel and we'll discuss that a bit later but let's open with Uche's Bounce tell me about this track Uche's Bounce, um, actually, that name, Uche, is, is, a, is my son's name. Oh, okay. yes. yes. So when I wrote the, and also the music, the, the stylistic idea of it um, was inspired by a tune titled um, Song for Nkosi by uh, the legendary Marcus White. Okay. Who is actually playing on this album? Yes. So I, I, he was the very first jazz artist to book me oh. to play with him. When you came to, play to jazz? Start. No, not when I came. When I started playing jazz. When I started playing double bass. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I played this song with him, and it stuck with me for years. Yes. So when I was writing, I thought about this song. I said, I want to write something that sounded like this song, and yes. that is how the song. And when I finished penning the music, I said, Okay. What was going to be the title? I thought, okay, this is for my son. He, was, he had just been born yes. when the song was written. I said, okay, this is Uche's Bounce. But I love it because <laughs> now it makes sense because I, I got the bounce, but now you've told me it's the bounce of a child. Of a child. Beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much, Amayeshi Ikechi on The World Show. We are celebrating his a brand new album, Travel, and here is Uche's Bounce. Brand new, brand new sound. sound. First heard on The World Show with Nikki B.
Maya959. Yay! Uches Bounce, the artist. He's with me right here in the studio. Amayashi Ikechi. His uh, brand new uh, debut solo is called Travail. You know, as I was saying to you, that's one of those songs that makes my heart smile. You can't help but be happy when you hear that. Absolutely. That's why I said when you told me it was about your son when he was Mm. a baby, that says it all. That is that feeling of just joy. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. Now, you spoke about, uh, let's take a, a sidetrack. You spoke about Marcus being on the album. Yes. Some amazing artists on this album. Yes. Tell me about them. Well, um, everyone in this record has been very pivotal to my career. Like Peter Oret, yes. David Cousins, those have been like my greatest, uh, you know, catalyst for growth musically yes. you know in terms of playing because they just as soon as i joined their the their trio because we have a trio together yes i just learned so fast you know and the name they of the trio is you know well the name changes yes with, okay. depending on who's Depen- booking the gig okay. so if i'm booking the gig it's ameshi yes uh peter Cousins yeah. <laughs> trio. <Okay. laughs> so, so, or it could be cousins, Amish. <laughs> exactly, you got, you got the gist. Yes. Then um, I have Sisonke Auntie, and who's also like one of the best voices Absolutely. in the scene. And Abraham Menen, and also tenor, saxophone, yes. and Marcus White. You know, so they've been. I, you know what? It, I will take up the whole time if I have to talk about them individually. But yes. what I can say is. These guys helped me build this music together. Yes. You know, they gave me their time, their all, their best. Yes. You know, and they made this a masterpiece. Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. And I'm sure that's actually what I should have possibly started that one later. Mm. Because when I was speaking to you before the mm. song played, we hadn't yet got to your transition from playing African music to jazz. When did the jazz bug bite? Okay, um, when, uh, before I left Nigeria, I attended a college for one year, yes. College of Music, who, that was um, led by, co- that was established by a gentleman who studied at Berkeley for some time, and uh, Peter King. So in that one year, I started learning how to read music, and that also led me to try and picking up uh, a real book, a jazz real book. And all I knew to do at that point was to just learn to play the chords on my electric bass. Did you have an interest in jazz at that time or was that, did it kind of evolve into that? Yes, I had an interest in jazz, but you know, at that time, what jazz was to me was smooth jazz. Okay. And a bit of fusion, that's as much as I knew. Yes. So, but when I arrived in SA, and I, a friend took me to the jam session that happened at 44 Stanley. Yes. If you remember that, this is 2007. Yes. You know, and I heard uh, the band play for the first time. I saw the double bass played live in front of me. Do you remember who was playing? Yes, of course. It was uh, Bra Ebi Twaili. Ah, yes. And, uh, I mean, what a way yeah, to that was the, the band what was, an introduction. Yes, that yes. was the voice. That yes. was the voice. Yes. The voice, um, Marabo. Uh, yeah, Marabo yes. on drums. Wow. And Marcus White. And Brandile, you know, on the yes. piano. So that was the band, and all the musicians I know now, who were young back then, they were yes. in the wings as well, <laughs> checking out, trying to learn. You know, so that. But I mean, what a way to walk in! Did you kind of sit there thinking, 
this is something I've got to do. This is where I want to go. I was captivated. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. It got me. And of course, I started learning to play jazz on my electric bass yes. with the help of uh, friends, softwares, books, and everything. Listening to others. Yes. But now the, the, the change came. One day at the jam session, Marcus White told me, he said, Amish, if you play double bass, I'll book you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I heard that. I think it just fell off the other ears. Yeah, years. probably you were like, don't have one. <laughs> because, I, no, that wasn't the point. But I was busy doing uh, pop gigs, which okay. what I was busy with. Yes. Then I already had a double bass at that point, even right at that oh, point. Amazing. But then I left that gig I was doing that kept me busy. Yes. Then I didn't have something to do. I was broke. I thought, yes. So what am I going to do? Then I remembered... He said, if you play double bass, I'll book you. Then yes. I dusted my double bass and started practicing. And, and the rest is history. And he booked you. I called him. I said, after two weeks of practice, I said, yes. remember you said, if you play double bass, I'll book you. He said, I'll come over. Yes. Then I went to his house. We had a jam. Two weeks later, he gives me dates. He actually, you know. He booked you two weeks yes. later. Yes. yes. And when he booked me, and I did that gig with him. Lots of other musicians started calling me. And that's yes, how... They heard your sound. Yes. They heard your sound. What is it about the double bass? How I would say, you see, with the double bass, I don't know how. It's a miracle. And that's why I always, um, always give the glory back to God. Because just to be able to understand what I was doing on that instrument, I literally used the tuner to trace the position, which is... The, uh, there's no one lens that instrument like that. Yeah, you came from the other, uh, it's, it's like you... Yeah, yes. I did it the, all the wrong way. <laughs> of course, six months down the line, I bought a lesson with a, a master in the US, yes. of course. But still, yes. the way I learned that music, it was to play that instrument, It's always, for me, it's supernatural. But you know what? There was the love for it. Yes. I it got me that I even didn't like to practice the electric anymore. I spent all my time on the double bass and yes. I think it brings out the best of me. It brings out something out of me that I actually never knew was in there. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Let's hear another track of the album. This one is is also going to make your heart smile. That's for sure. Anyone who listens, this one's going to make your heart smile too. It's Blues for Papa. Yes. Tell me about this track. Well, it's dedicated to my dad. May may so rest in peace. You know, he passed uh, uh, on the 14th of December, 2026. So 2020, 2016. 2016, rather. 2016, I mean. Yes. 2016. Yes. 2016. And the song, was it, why did it remind you of him? Well, my my father is alive. You know, he's the kind of guy when he's having like an argument with his friends, you would hear his voice at the top of the street yes. <laughs> no don't tell me that he was he was a friendly man you know was the man of the people so this music describes him and did it, he love the blues because even though it's not strictly a blues song he, well the blues there is of course i miss my father yes you know yes but it's not straight strictly a blues it's just got some idea yes. the chords are bluesy you know yes. but it's an upbeat music which describes him. And so when I thought about him, dedicating it to him, I still keep blues for my father. 
beautiful blues for Papa Ameishi Ikechi. His new album is called Travail. And I'm going to tell you something. He's even got physical copies because I know that you, if you're a collector, a jazz lover, just a person who appreciates music that deserves to be heard, I know you want the physical copy. We'll talk about that on the other side of Blues for Papa. Make summer flavorful. Make summer flavorful. On the street, on the air. The best in African music on the World Show with Nikki B.
Yay! Blues for Papa. Amayeshi Ikechi, the album is Travail, and of course he's with us in the studio. You see, didn't your heart smile? Mine did. Definitely, absolutely beautiful grooves. Now, one of the things that uh, I've realized that you've always been interested in is, um, I'm not sure if I can put it as, um, the, the, the sense of African music and the relationship with jazz. Yes, absolutely. Yes. How do you how do you find you explore that or reconcile it? Well, I think what I've in terms of my philosophy because I I don't think you can separate any aspect of your life from one thing to the other. So I I've always realized that whatever wherever I come from, I I must always be conscious of that okay i will explain what i'm trying to say um i started playing only african music yes i did a bit of reggae and that but mainly my foundation is african music and i never actually learned anything western r&b and all those things that came later yes, that, that yes. came by trying to make a living and playing in many different bands yes. so and i actually found that i really enjoyed it and, and i excelled at it so when i started playing jazz and learning jazz um i realized that the most comfortable i i get is when i've let loose and allow some of those african inflections into my jazz music those that are in your blood that are in the core of who you are and also i had a bra Epps walked up to me one day at the jam session and he whispered into my ears don't just play straight you must put some patlanga in the swing and that stuck with me Yes. Coming from uh, an absolute master. Yes. He, you know, this guy's never spoke about B major seventh, all those um, musical jargons, yes. which are quite important. Yes. But they spoke philosophically. Yes. And I realized, and I went to him, what does it mean by put some patanga in, yes. in the swing? And I realized that he's saying, let the African in you find expression in yes. the jazz you play. Absolutely. But don't you also find, like if I think of, uh, you know, like you were speaking about playing Afrobeat when you were, mm. when you were still a teenager, basically. Mm. You, we, sp- we, we touched on high life, which is in many ways the roots of Afrobeat. Absolutely. Uh, even the, the ceremonial music you were playing at uh, weddings or, yes, yes. or whatever. Yes. Is that not the root of jazz in a sense? It is, actually. It yes. is. You see, like, um, when, for example, when you talk about Africa and the roots of jazz and stuff like that, you talk about also the Latin music. Uh, absolutely. You see, when you hear those things, you hear, cook, 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 those claves, those are things we did naturally in African churches in Nigeria. Yes. There was nothing new. That was our... That's how we sang and, and the call and response yes. and many things. And that is how yes. jazz started as well. Yes. So it's not you it's not so opposed. I think what throws you when you encounter jazz as a young musician is understanding the concept, the theoretical thinking about it. Yes. But the redeeming ideas of it are not foreign to an average African yes. person. Yes, and there are many of the top musicians coming out of Africa that, as you say, might never have been formally trained. Yes, of course. Yes, they do it by, yeah, they do it by something inherent in your soul. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's, that's true. That's very true. Uh, well, I went, to, I went on to study at TUT. 
Yes. Because I So I, so was that the reason you came to why did you come here? Well I came I came to South Africa because I wanted to, you know, just further my career. But I actually didn't know that I was gonna go as far as I've got. I, I wouldn't if someone told me I'll be doing what I'm doing today in no, I wouldn't have been able to imagine it. And I'm sure you didn't expect to stay as long as you have. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, but you know, one thing led, led to another, the other thing. But you know, I've always just followed the passion, which is the music. Because I've always known that music is what I want to do. Yes. And so when I came here, I've, I never went to look for any type of job or employment or anything. I only face the music squarely. Yes, you came with your instrument. Yes. And, the, and then at what point did you decide to go to TUT? Well, yeah, at the point when I got into the jazz scene. And of course, I started working, but I always felt like I didn't um, have, I was lacking some basic understanding, which is being able to write my own music and being able to even interpret the music of other people that I played with with confidence and also to crown it all i would say about 80 percent of the guys who are in the scene at least when i got in yes. they have they've gone through the walls of school yes. education and that hurts a lot yes. so and i felt like i needed it i want to speak the same language I yes. Want, yes yes absolutely now Let's talk about Travel. I hope we've got time for two more tracks, but I'm going to play the title track. Mm. Why did you call this album Travel? Well, I, I had to. I was. I was. I was thinking about how to put my thoughts together, and I realized the only thing I could say is Travel because it's it encompasses everything. It's it's about the story of my life, every stage of my life the challenges i've i, uh, I went through or I, I don't know the right word to use but i discovered that at every stage in my life the ups and downs the ups and downs yes there were certain responses from me that brought me through and mindset and beliefs and i realized that it never really changes it's just that the scene changes yes but you know the scene you move out from the living room you go to the bed bedroom and the, the weather still remains the same yes your response so i realized that my response at different stages the way i responded to challenges led me to the new ones and so this album is the common com, is the is the is the um culmination culmination of a circle of my life yes and when i look at it i say because I've been this far, I can face this far. I can yeah. go even this much further. Yes. You know? So it's the story of my life. And it's in a it, chapter in the journey. Exactly. Yes. And the titles of the songs actually they they are more very religious in in and it's not just because I, I was only thinking religiously, but I half of the time, you know, my faith has been that thing that helped me and say, don't give up, yes. don't back down, even when it looked impossible. So I attribute my success to God and I'm very conscious about it because that is the only thing in currency I have. Beautiful. So, and that is the biggest message I want to pass across and say there's hope, there's hope if you don't lose faith and if you don't stop believing. Thank you so much. Let's hear the title track, Amayashi Kechi on the World Show. The album is called Travail 
And here it is. Make summer flavorful. Make summer flavorful. With Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. Fresh new sounds on the World Show with Nikki B.
0614-104-959. The title track of Amayashi Ikechi's debut solo. What a beautiful album it is. It is Travel. And that song itself, Amayashi, I get exactly what you're saying. That was just that was song was a journey in itself. Absolutely. I felt like I went up and down the hills, you know, had some highs, had some lows. Yes, beautiful. Mm. Absolutely Thank beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, if people want to get a, a, a copy, how can they find it? A physical copy? Have you got gigs coming up? What's going on? Well, um, we'll be touring for the music in the new year. Yes. Yeah, because it's been, the album was released in October, but it's quite crazy yes. out there. So, we're taking it easy. We're going to start from February. Well, it's a timeless so, album. Mm, yes. So we can look mm. forward to you performing the album live yes. from February on. Yes, yes. And people can obviously follow you on social media. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Twitter, Instagram. Everything. Yeah, yeah. you find me with Amishi Kechi everywhere you look. Amishi Kechi, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. So if they want a physical copy, how yeah. would they get it? Yeah, I, I can post if you're out of town. Yes, or you can you make a post. plan. To yes. Yes. I actually, I can send by post. Okay. Yes. And if you are in Johannesburg, I arrange a delivery. Okay, fantastic. Yes. So yes. they must just look for you on social media, yes. send a message and get your physical copy. If you want a digital copy, it is on Bandcamp. Yes, it is. Yes. Mm. So uh, definitely. Or maybe just get yourself a, a, a digital copy and then when you go to Amayashi's performance, mm. get the physical one signed Absolutely. by him. I mm. always encourage that. I do mm. it sometimes. Mm you know mm -hmm. yes. yes but what a beautiful offering now there's a couple of songs uh, just a couple that do have beautiful vocals mm. um, but we're not going to play those today I'll save them for mm. another week and then tell me something else this we'll have to do another time you work with another project called the Scullery Quintet yes yes, yes. Mm. what is that the Scullery Quintet is actually um, two jazz musicians um, encountering but uh, three of the some of the best uh, classical musicians in this country and jazz meets classical yes yeah, so we come yes. together and we've created this this unique sound and voice that's actually has been going around the country yes performing amazing and this is our debut album Fantastic, but I think that in itself deserves a whole feature. So next time we're going to be talking, if not to you, but to other members. Yes, yes, yes about the scullery. Yeah, yes. We're going to end with one last track, and this was the first track I played when you first sent me the album. This one's prayer. Yes. Anything you want to say about it? Prayer actually is the very first song I ever wrote. Oh, is yes. it? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I, so, I suppose it's going to still be one of your signature tracks. I'm sure it you'll is, do, you'll do different versions of it. It is. It is, actually. I, I have a few versions of it, but I think it's, it's the soul of the album. It just ties everything together. What a beautiful mm. way to end this feature. Thank you so much for joining us on The World Show. Thank you for having me on it. I appreciate you. And I want to say thank you to Kaya FM as a, a radio station, you know, keeping musicians you know, bringing them up for people to hear. Thank you so much. Thank you and so thank much. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Amayashi mm. Ikechi, you've got to get his new album, Travail. Well, I want to tell you one more thing before I play prayers. Don't forget 
to come this coming Thursday, the 7th of December from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. to Funk It, I'm Walking. Actually, it's a Soweto night out before you kill us exhibition and audio experience. And you know how much I support this initiative from our sister, uh, Nomsa uh, Mazwai. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Let's go out and take hold of the streets and walk and experience arts and culture and our environment and our community uh, the Soweto night out before you kill us it's a night and exhibition artwork across heritage sites uh, along the walking night tour uh, yeah it's from 475 check it out it is on Quicket I'm going to go this coming Thursday so do come and join let's take back the streets and have an amazing experience while we are doing it. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining and of course keep it Kaya and uh, right after this I'm going to play and end tonight's show with prayer of Amayeshi Ikechi's album Travail. <laughs> 